Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your forecast for July 18th to the 24th of 2021. Well, like several recent weeks, this one is very personal. Moon, Mercury, Venus, all week. It's all very personal. How you think, how you feel, how you're processing, what ideas you're acting on. It's an interesting kind of processing kind of week. Think of it this way. Mercury's finally out of its retrograde zone, and you know my theory. When you're in it, it's hard to know what's what. But once you get to the other side, things start to make sense. So we're probably all making a little bit of sense of the last three to six weeks. But at the same time, oh my God, the year is just flying by. Do you know the light is receding now? And the days are going to get shorter as we approach fall equinox. So this personal work supports you for the harvest time when you get to receive the response from the universe and other people to what you've co-created all year. So what are you pulling together inside and out that you want in form that allows you to tell a new story by December? So that's why this week's activations are going to go a long way in helping us organize these ideas in our minds so that we know which ones to commit to and act on in the future. And I don't know about you, but it's got my idea mill running good. Mercury came out of the retrograde and I've just been brimming with ideas, one of which I'm going to share with you at the end of this. So let's start the week off on July 20th, which is Tuesday, Mercury sextiling Uranus. Okay, so this is micro to macro or your lower mind and higher mind. This is how you think and how Uranus wants to crack you open to another level. But in a sextile, it's an opportunity to gain some traction. They're working well together, right? They're helping each other. This energy says it's time to go with the flow, new and different being the flow. It wants to shake it up a bit, but in a good way. However, if you feel like new and different is more like chaos and disruption, then you need to reflect and see if you aren't being too rigid. Unwillingness to go with the new flow will make this energy harder to handle. So that's definitely, remember I said it cracks you open to the next level. And we've just gone through a retrograde, so we're graduating now. And what I'm finding, I just continue to tell myself I'm practicing. I'm at this new level. I'm in this new house. I'm in a new state. I am practicing. Nothing is in place yet. Nothing's done. But every indication points to the new. It says no going back. This is one of those times when I've said in the past we've crossed a bridge and it disintegrated behind us like magic because we don't have to go back there. We don't need anything back there. It's so amazing. This is what eclipses and the lunar work that we're getting into that I'm also going to talk about later is supporting this evolution. So let's be willing to go with the new flow. Let's be willing to improvise and try new things, right? This is also a good time to try to resolve any old issues or challenges. They are not going away without resolution and conscious release. Okay, so that means do something about it or let it go. Perhaps you've been trying the same thing over and over and it's time to try something new. Now is the time that new ideas can and will come to you. So pay attention. Try to be open and receptive to unusual things, events, or ideas and allow room for spontaneity. You may think you are doing one thing and look up and be doing something completely different. Be open to exploring the new path, okay? So this is one of those times where I know you've had the experience where you finally realize why certain experiences happen to you because they taught you certain things that all of a sudden one day you need those skill sets. 
And we've all had levels of that, but it gets deep. You know, if you're really paying attention, you realize that the universe and spirit has been training you for your purpose your whole life through the crazy disguises and experiences and people that you've had to cross path with. So that's Tuesday. Wednesday, Venus is going to enter Virgo until August 16th. So Venus rules values, priorities, resources, love, art, beauty, and culture. In Virgo is earthy wisdom, systems for living, and natural timing. So think how delicious it can be if we are creating a new routine or a new system for living, that it's time to make it beautiful. When Venus gets there, and she only it takes her about 10 months to make it through all the signs. So this is about once a year that she gets to go through Virgo. So if you have any Virgo Pisces or Gemini Sag, this could be stimulating those areas as well. And Venus has to do with your values and priorities. So that's where the focus should be, let's say. And that focus should be on, at this time, how well are your own systems for living serving you? And where do you need to simplify your life in order to be more effective? Okay, sometimes we try to do too much. As Virgo precedes the Libra focus of relationships and the response of others to you, I recommend you keep the focus on you this month and focus on what your mind, body, and spirit can actually handle and manage on a day-to-day basis. It's time to release the non-essential extraneous or redundant and make room for more quality nutrient inner clarity and self-discipline you know what's screaming in my head right now sock med y'all people who are addicted to twitter it's crazy and it's crazy making and it's not quality nutrient for your mind it's not helping you be more clear and have that inner clarity and it's definitely not helping anybody with no self-discipline So just know that when Venus is in Virgo, she's a little more serious than usual. And again, it's pretty individual focus and personal, right? It's time to focus on quality control and question everything. Is it worth it? Is it practical? Does it make sense for me personally? Is it natural for me? Mm. Think how many of us go against our nature to function in the world sometimes. Is it really important or valuable? Venus rules our romance and finance departments. And in Virgo, you have to ask, does it actually work? Deep breath. So that's what I mean by quality control. And this is our upgrade time. This is where we check in with our system to see if it actually is serving our values or priorities, right? Now that she's shifted into Virgo, that puts her smack dab across from Jupiter. Now, these are the two benefactors, so it's not a bad thing. But just recognize that as you shift into this zone of self-care and trying to figure out how much your system can actually handle on a daily basis, Jupiter wants to give you more. So this is the time to work out which aspects of your life need more focus or need to be expanded on by Jupiter or that you need to learn about. Or in this case, when it's an opposition, you're looking back at a conjunction that probably happened in Aquarius because that's where Jupiter was not too long ago. And so this is juicy. This is useful. This is a great energy for enjoying nature, really good food and drink, fun company, and lots of laughter. It is a celebratory energy to be enjoyed, but not to excess or to the neglect of your health or well-being. It's very creative and activates the true inner artist within all of us. It's also good to consider that you are at a midpoint in a relationship or creative project that you started about six months ago. Is it still viable? Is the story you're telling still true? Where's the value? Is it worth it? 
So whether you are an artist or not, this activation can facilitate an infinitely creative mood and expand your individual work immensely. Activate your imagination, think big, have fun, and laugh today. But tomorrow, plan to start moving in a new direction that is more authentic for you personally. So see what happens when Venus gets to Virgo and we start figuring out what's good for our system. Then across from Jupiter tells us how we can go off with our imaginations and figure out how to expand our story. It's good, but it is also about truth and being authentic. And sometimes we have to be more realistic about what our bodies and minds and spirits can really handle. Now we get to our full moon in Aquarius. This is one of two, you should know, and you've heard me talking about it leading up to here, if you are part of the regular circle, that we are amidst our lunar flip, which happens every 18 months. So let's dive in. It's good to know the houses in your chart being affected as those will represent the areas of life being affected. So reach out if you need help figuring out what that is for you. But this full moon asks, what have you become too attached to? And or what have you become too detached from and need to reconnect? We have spent recent months navigating the mutable energy of thoughts and ideas in Gemini, along with cardinal energy of action and choices in Cancer, whose theme continues, but now the energy has become decidedly fixed. And it's time to anchor something in your life and in your heart for Leo. What ideas have you gotten going that need some tending to make stronger and more viable? This lunation may illuminate or activate revelations of when, where, and with whom, mostly self, that you have not been completely, if at all, authentic. Start with the motivations. If and when they are pure, clean, and neutral, then being authentic becomes less challenging. But when you are not authentic, things become more challenging. Now more than ever, we must be congruent with our inner and outer natures in order to thrive, prosper, and evolve. If we are serving two masters or incongruent on one or many levels, basically that's having a private side of your nature that's too drastically different from what you present to the world, then you're going to have challenges. You're going to have blockages and delays too until you get into more alignment. Leo energy teaches us all how to be it, that authentic self, not just appear to be it. It asks that you know who you are. And then next month, Virgo will perfect it. But right now, what has changed on a fundamental level for you personally or professionally? Because we just came out of Cancer Capricorn Lunation. And remember, I said they're going to be all connected. I think we should pay attention. You've heard me say that everything's a response to the last thing in preparation for the next thing. And you've also heard me say we want to look at things on either side. So when you're trying to figure out a Cancer, you want to look at the nature of Gemini, which is on one side, and Leo, which is on the other. And that helps you figure out cancer pretty quick, fast, and in a hurry. So in this case, I'm feeling like because Leo Aquarius is our lunar flip, and we've got this double dose of clearing going on with the two Aquarius full moons, that the Cancer Capricorn lunation before and then the Virgo Pisces lunation after are going to be very relevant to how we initiate this new 18-month rhythm, okay? So if we're going to get into the authentic self and our unique contribution, then we have to look at last month to see what shifted in our Cancer Capricorn departments. Where did our responsibilities shift? Where did what we're developing to bring into life shift? And now that probably informs our Leo Aquarius dimensions. 
And as we anchor all that and we claim an authentic self and a truth and a unique contribution to the community and all that good Leo Aquarius stuff, when we get to Virgo Pisces, it's like, all right, how do we do it? This is the creative part. This is the creative month. This is the time in Leo Aquarius time where we, let's say, not shed a skin like snake, but scrape off the dead skin. You know, we're kind of releasing a layer that no longer applies. It's not shiny. We want it to be bright and radiant and loving. And that renewal of the heart center happens every year at Leo time. But basically because of whatever changes happened to you last month, we want to ask how has that made you more aware of how vital it is to honor your essential nature? I think when I wrote this, I was thinking about jobs and work things, right? So when we recognize that we're ready to shift careers or or shift our purpose in some way or go from a job to a purpose, then we've connected with our authentic self and there's kind of no going back, right? Once you know yourself on that level, you're like, I don't belong here. I can't do this work anymore. I have to shift. I need a purpose to get out of bed. I can't just get out of bed for a job. So that's the other part of like finding your love and passion and heart, because then you'll go after the things you really care about and you won't feel unsatisfied even doing the normal everyday things, right? So if the fundamentals shift, we start to realize how our essential nature is so important and vital, and it helps you be able to contribute to the whole in a more useful and delicious way. So we want to figure all that out. Use this full moon to release any inauthenticity or rigid attachment of any kind. It's also good to tap into your body's wisdom when things are decidedly mental around you. This is the lunation to align your head and heart. It's also a very special lunation in that we are experiencing what I call the lunar flip, which happens every 18 months. It also alternates between a double dose of new beginnings or endings. This year, we have a double dose of ending energy with two Aquarius full moons back to back, July 23rd and August 22nd. This first one is at the early degrees of Aquarius and the second one will be at the late degrees. So we're all going to be affected one way or another and very likely in two different houses or areas of life. Most of us are releasing from one area of life with this first one, and we'll be releasing something completely different after we've been through the initiation of the Leo new moon on August 8th. And August 7th is the Leo gate of power, so that's a very potent window of energy, y'all. And I probably will do something for it. Well, one thing I'm definitely going to do because I can already see in my podcast account that I'll have extra minutes, is some divinations for this particular lunation, since we have two full moons and a new moon to go through. So I tried really hard, y'all, to be consistent with the new moon divinations on YouTube and Instagram. But the, the eclipses, I did them all. I did eclipse divinations that were amazing and Cancer Capricorn divinations, but I could never get them uploaded. I'm sorry, y'all. But this one will get uploaded and will help us all reset our systems for this new rhythm of creation we're about to get into. Oh, and here I go. I say we are resetting our rhythm of creation, the life creation that we do on a regular daily basis. The moon rules this daily rhythm. And for the last 18 months, we have been clearing with the full moon first and then initiating clean at the new moon. Now that shifts and the new moon will ask that we initiate and walk by faith to the full moon, which will likely illuminate something useful for our new beginnings, but that we did not know because we are stepping into new territory in so many ways. 
Now, going forward for the next 18 months, we will initiate and see what happens. So let's hope the clearing was sufficient to allow us to expand in beautiful, dynamic, and collaborative ways. Deep breath. Everyone had to go home and isolate, get themselves together, but now we're going to come back together and collaborate for the greater good. Our last activation is technically Saturday the 24th, Mercury trining Neptune. Now, this is kind of a juicy one to end the week on, for sure. This energy activates your creative process and intuition. You may catch yourself unconsciously drifting aimlessly, but a better use of this combo is to open to the other realms or dimensions for ideas and information and play with it. Free flow, see where it leads. It is not time for pragmatic analysis, but more a time to explore the infinite possibilities available to you, as well as what's going on in your own consciousness. Okay, Mercury to Neptune. You may be more sensitive than usual, opening yourself to information or awareness that isn't always that readily available. We're going deeper. Remember to keep good boundaries when opening like this. And if you have to be around people, try to maintain the mystical creative vibe that this energy is best for. Now, here is my latest update about Kelly classes. The Astro 101 class is going phenomenally well. I'm so happy. I will reiterate here that it is mostly good for novices and people just beginning to understand or learn about their chart. However, I have at least two people in the class that are very astrologically well-versed. And they're finding it fun and interesting too. So if you like the Kelly way, you are more than welcome. And this is the class I'll run over and over. So right now we're underway till September. It'll probably be run quarterly. But here's the thing. It's got, like I said earlier in the weekly forecast, it's got my wheels turning and I've got some other ideas of classes I want to give. So one of which would be a Mercury retrograde class that I would do three times a year or four times a year if we have a fourth one for every time it retrogrades in Mercury. Now, coming up next, Mercury will enter Libra August 30th, go retrograde September 26th, almost a month later, direct on October 18th, and enter Scorpio on November 5th. So basically, all of September, October, Mercury will be in Libra, connecting with any of your planets in Aries, Libra, or Cancer, Capricorn. That means you are getting rewired in these departments of life. These are the houses, right? You're getting rewired there too, not just in the Libra place. Is anyone interested in a three-day Mercury retrograde in Libra class? One two-hour class per week for three weeks in a row. I was thinking like three Wednesdays in a row or whatever days work. At the moment, I'm thinking Wednesdays for my own calendar because I already have classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But I was thinking one day for each. We have the shadow period before retrograde, the actual retrograde, and the shadow period after so that we can consciously co-create with this last one of 2021. I was also thinking Wednesdays, September 1st, 8th, and 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern, going a little earlier for my East Coast babies, if it goes well, then it will also act as a template for what we can do in the new year for each of the upcoming Mercury retrogrades, which will shift from all air signs in 2021 to a crossover mix of going backwards in air signs and forward in earth signs during 2022. I want to integrate the astrology, of course, but we may also do some customized rituals that are particularly potent when Mercury is retrograde. We are also in this delicious zone of beginning to take all the ideas we've been exploring for the last year or two 
and begin to create actual containers for them. Also included as bonus material will be your customized Mercury retrograde activations. It's like your own personal horoscope for that retrograde, for the Mercury retrograde in Libra in this case. You will have guidance and support for each time Mercury touches one of your planets. So I'm asking you all to email me directly if you are interested or have any questions. Once I've heard from a few of you, I will make it official and put it on the calendar. But I would like a little feedback to see if people are interested in a three-day class like this. I could possibly make it like a one-day and we do two-hour segments and take a break. We did that kind of format with Pixie once that was pretty cool because we got it all in in one day, but it wasn't six hours in a row. It was like two hours and a two-hour break and two hours and a two-hour break and two hours and a two-hour break. So... That's an idea. I welcome your feedback on how to, you know, what's best for everyone. But there is particular magic we can do in the shadow period beforehand. And it's different in the shadow period after. So I'm going to be following it very closely. And just thought I would extend that and include you all if you want to play. The offering I'm considering for this is $99. So we'll see how it all plays out. Everybody reach out. Let me know if you're interested, if Wednesdays work for you, and if you have any questions, right? But like I said, I'm going to have a bunch of these because I've got a whole lot of ideas about things we could go narrow and deep on. You know, we could do something with the Saturn-Uranus square that is so productive and useful and rare. We could go narrow and deep with that, you know? So there's different ways that we can all learn how to co-create with these astrological alignments or planetary alignments that are so potent and rare, right? So again, this week is all about you. Get personal, get in that mirror, try to figure it out. How are you thinking? How are you feeling? How have the priorities and values shifted? And how do you need to shift your routine to accommodate that, right? It's a new day, people. I love it. I'm excited. And I am grateful for all of you being part of my community. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.